Hey, welcome back. BetMGM Tonight continues live from the BetQL studios here in Washington, D.C. That's where I'm at. I'm Ryan Horvath. That's Rob Brown. He's not here in Washington, D.C. I know he's going to want to be here, though, because this place has been electric since the sale of the Commanders became final. D.C. has been celebrating nonstop, and that that continues uh, this week with BetMGM and BetQL. If you're in the DMV area this Thursday, join the Daily Tips, Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger, along with BetMGM tonight's myself, Ryan Horvath, at the Nationals Mets game watch party, happy hour hosted by BetMGM at the bullpen on Half Street in Navy Yard. Great place. Uh, It goes from 6 to 10 p.m. There will be bonus bet drops throughout the event, prize wheel giveaways, and happy hour prices all night long, which is tough to beat, and I'll be there. I'll be there with the uh, Daily Tip. Me, Jenks, Chelsea, good time this Thursday night. Mets, Nats, come check us out at the bullpen. All right, Rob, now it's time. It's a Change My Mind Monday, and I'll explain the rules. It's pretty simple. Uh, Our guy Scott Lynn will pop on the mic, executive producer extraordinaire, and uh, he'll he'll give us a statement, and then we'll try to change his mind. Like So, for example, he'll come on and he'll say, despite all the hype and hard knocks, the New York Jets are going to be an absolute disaster. To which I would respond, no, Scott, the Jets are not going to be a disaster. They have a pissed-off, motivated Aaron Rodgers. Last season, he looked like Nicolas Cage in Con Air. He was out of shape. He was eating mushrooms every other weekend. He was speaking at LS. Well, he's still doing all this. But he's motivated. He looks better than ever. I think Brees Hall is going to be just fine coming off ACL surgery. Garrett Wilson's going to win Offensive Player of the Year. And that's a top-five defense. Sauce Gardner is the best DB in the entire National Football League. And I think it's going to be a uh, regression season from the Bills. I think there's something weird going on in Buffalo. I do think the uh, Dolphins are going to live up to the hype, and I'm out on the Patriots. And then he'd say, you're right, Ryan. I've changed my mind. I'm going to play the Jets to win the Super Bowl 18-1. to Boom. It's that easy, Rob. Scott, where are we, where are we starting tonight? Uh, I was going to say change my mind. Queso sucks and guacamole rocks or something like that, but no. I didn't want to ignite that fire. No. I, I don't, you know, it's, it's not going to happen. Uh, change my mind on a Monday, boys. Uh, pleasure to have you aboard, by the way, Rob. We'll give you a little music bed, and here we go. Give a little Dave Matthews. Oh, no. A little Dave Matthews. No, 41. I'm getting a lot of trouble if I air Dave Matthews. So we go with generic game show bed. Uh, change my <laughs> mind on a Monday, and the guest always goes first, Rob. Yes. Trading Shohei might be a bad look, but it's what's best for business. Change my mind, Mr. Brown.
Yeah, you know what, Scott? You can't even change my... I can't change your mind on this one because I just agree. Like, it might be a bad look, but it's what's best for business. It's also best... If I'm an Angels fan, right? Here's how this plays out. Otani is not going to re-sign with your team this offseason. He's just not going to because Mike Trout, I love him, but that's not enough to keep Shohei in Los, Shohei in Los Angeles because you look at the rotation, you look at the bullpen, I don't love it. You also look at the fact that you're on the hook with Anthony Rendon. He's not going anywhere, and he's played no more than 50 games the last three seasons. He's played, I believe, a combined 150. So I think you just trade him because I could say this as a Chicago Cubs fan. Rob, you said something really interesting. Like, the Angels fans are to blame because they keep showing up, they keep buying tickets, and this is the problem that I have with Cubs fans, and I would actually prefer to be a Chicago White Sox fan because it at least when the team is bad, they stop going to games. It was so bad when I was a kid that I would go to a local Wendy's, I would get a Frosty, and you would get a free ticket to Comiskey Park because nobody was going to the South Side to watch the White Sox because they were a bad team. The Cubs were a bad team, but people were going. Now, granted, back then they did have Sammy Sosa. There was the home run chase. That was at least fun. But when this team's bad, stop going to games. That's how you get Ricketts and Jed Hoyer to make some moves and spend some money. But when Wrigley Field is packed, for a team that's 12 games below 500 in a terrible division and it's the bear snake and it's just there for the good vibes, then there's no uh, there's no pressure to build a winner. But I think you trade Otani because as a fan, I want prospects back. Like being a Nationals fan sucks right now, but at least you have C.J. Abrams, you have McGenzie Gore, you have a bunch of prospects because you weren't going to hold on to Juan Soto. So I would rather just rip the Band-Aid off, suck for the next four to five years, but build the farm system. Because you never know, man. Like, who saw this coming from Baltimore? Who saw this finally happening for Cincinnati? In, a, in you know, a division where you have a big market team like Chicago, you have the Brewers with that rotation, and you have the Cardinals, who, since I've been born, have been rooting my life. So uh, I can't change your mind on that one, Scott. All right, change my mind, boys. A little bit of college football. It's the SEC's national title to lose, Rob, meaning the winner will come from that conference. Georgia, plus 220 at our show and network sponsor, BetMGM, Alabama, 6 to 1 plus 600 LSU 1100 at plus 1100 11 to 1 Rob change my mind SEC's national title to lose sir the hell out of each other then you hope the sec championship is a slug fight then if there are two teams from the sec and there will be chalk that down you hope they're the one seed they're the fourth seed one eliminates the other and they do it in a brutal 
WWE Hell in a Cell style cage match so that you catch a wounded animal if you are Michigan or Ohio State, preferably not having to play each other. That to me is the only path, but it is a path. All right, Scott, I'll change your mind, and I'll go with, I think, uh, I've talked about the Pac-12, and I know they play no defense, but I'm going to go to the ACC, actually, and I'm going to talk some Clemson football right now because I think they're a sleeping giant. I continue to talk about them. I love Cade Klubnick. I love him more than I love DJ. Now, I also think DJ is going to have a monster year, but we'll talk about that another time. You got Will Shipley back. I think he's going to have a monster room or monster season. The only thing I should say that concerns me is the wide receiver room. There's not like that breakout T. Higgins uh, Sammy Watkins type wide receiver yet, but I love the defensive side of the ball. Seven dudes back on offense. Also, uh, they're going to be running that same air raid offense that TCU ran last season. I'm really excited with Garrett Riley calling the plays. He takes over as offensive coordinator at Clemson. He was at TCU the last couple of years. All four starters back in the secondary, 15 starters. I really like this schedule. Their toughest games are Florida State and Notre Dame, and both are at home. I'm a Notre Dame guy. I could tell you it's going to be an eight-win season, even with Sam Hartman, unfortunately. And I like Florida State, but I think Clemson gets them. But I do think that they're contenders, too, man. Seven-team starters back from the only team in college football to lead the conference in total offense and defense. I can't believe how good Jordan Travis was. Trey Benson's back at running back. He had, I believe, over 900 yards. Defense is solid. And I really like Mike Norvell. So I think the ACC might be tougher than people are. And I love Pitt. Uh, so I think the ACC might be pretty tough this year. Let's go up by, a level. By the way, right? real real brief aside, I uh, Tuesday was Clemson's media day. I was there. I interviewed Garrett Riley. Dude told me that they want to be a wildly physical offense this year. Clemson's going to pound the rock this year and then have Bo Collins and Adam Randall on the outside. So it might be a little more versatile than you think it's going to be, Ryan Horvat. Well, I can't wait to talk about that, man. We're going to talk a little ACC later on. Can do that uh, a little later on. Could also do a lot more tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. You two will be together again. This is fun. Uh, change my mind. Ryan, we'll go back to you this time. Uh, up a level. Saquon will sit out the entire season. Don't no. draft him in fantasy. No chance. I, I don't think there's a chance just because, I mean, oh, man. So last season was the first full season, and I know that he set out week 18, but that was because they had already made the playoffs. That was the first full season we've seen of Saquon since his rookie year. And I get it. Like, running backs aren't getting paid. I think there's a better chance that we don't see Josh Jacobs the first couple weeks of the season. But here's what's going to happen, man. The same thing that happened, even if, let's say, that he held out the first couple weeks of the season. We remember we saw this in the early 90s. Now, granted, it was Dallas, and they had won a Super Bowl, and Jerry Jones wanted to pay Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin. But the first two weeks of the season, Dallas starts 0-2. They freak out. Jerry Jones calls Emmett Smith, pays them. Look at the running back room in New York. And I know it's plug-and-play in the NFL right now if you have a good offensive line. Like, there's a reason running backs there's aren't getting paid. There's breakout meetings across the league about running but, backs and their worth and their, yes, of course. But it's Matt Breida, Eric Gray, and Gary Brightwell in that running back room behind Saquon. And the wide receiver room isn't much better. You have Darius Slayton. I do like Jalen Hyatt, but I think he's more of a slot guy. Paris Campbell. Saquon is like 75% of that offense because he's not only your running back that rushed for over 1,200 yards, he's also going to give you a minimum of 65 to 70 receptions. So I think they have to get a deal done. This is a big year for the Giants. They made the playoffs last year. I love Brian Dayball. I love their play caller, Mike Kafka, but I think they need Saquon. I'm just going to, since we're short on time, say, and I quote, Ditto. Also, it's infuriating to have the third best radio voice on a two-man show, man. No, you got a great voice, Rob. And I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you were at Clemson Media Day because we're going to talk a little ACC football when we come back. There's three teams that I love in the ACC this year, so we'll hit on some college football. 
BetMGM tonight continues. Hour number three. She'll fly him by tonight. Rob Brown, Ryan Horvath, our guy Scott Lynn. And somewhere is our uh, new producer on Friday night's Luke. There he is. Luke Musgrave here tonight, too. BetMGM tonight continues next.